Welcome to episode 40 of the Cards and Cartridge podcast. We're coming at you in the new year. I'm your host, Ryan, a.k.a. OG Retro. I'm here with my dude, Chris, a.k.a. Koozie Retro Games. What's up, brother? Dude, happy 2020. We made it. Happy 2022, all the viewers out there. Thank you so much for the support. Um, It's been a good day so far. I went to the Red Wings game earlier today. Oh, I forgot to ask you about that. They got clapped by the Bruins. Five to one. Woo! Yeah, that's that's brutal. It was a fun time. Went with some buddies. We went to a restaurant called Hopcat after. That That sounds like a good restaurant. Nice. Um, Did you see what happened to Antonio Brown today? You know what's funny? My mom was saying something about it. (laughs) But, like, I didn't know what the hell she was talking about. So, yeah, so you, no, do you know, like the history with Antonio Brown, how he's, he's just like a pretty, bozo. I was and... just going to say he's pretty, I, w- I was going to use a better, nicer word, but he's, yeah. yeah, he's, he's a little ruthless, lawless, let's say. So I don't, nobody really knows what caused him to do this today, but in the middle of the Bucks Jets game, he, just he got him into out. an argument with somebody or something triggered him and he took off his Jersey and he took off his undershirt and his gloves and threw him into the stands and just walked off the field. He started like dancing in the end zone and then just like ran into the locker room like mid game. And like security was about to like tackle him because he thought he was a streaker. That's wild, dude. Oh my, I gotta there's look been, into that. I mean, it just happened a couple <laughs> hours ago. And there's like speculations that, like, in his contract negotiations, like he needed X amount of like t- TDs would get him a bonus, X amount of catches would catch a bonus, X amount of yards would give him a bonus, and he was like really close to nearing those like numbers for his bonuses. Yeah. And I think he got benched in today's game, so I don't know if he's like. Man, fuck you! I was close to my numbers to get these yeah. like three hundred thirty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, They're, those bonus contracts are insane. So I, I wonder, always, I, I always thought that was the craziest thing, bro. The yeah. bonus contracts for the NFL. I'm like, what is this? Is this a video game? So it's like, I wonder if he was like, <laughs> "Fuck you for benching me." I'm yeah. out. He just quit. That's mid, wild. Mid, uh, mid uh, game. That's wild. Well, everybody probably knows about this because it's coming out. This podcast is coming out days after that. But guys, today we have a. a a wonderful one of course as always got we got to be on the lookout for to start it off and we'll talk about them one second we're talking about ign's updated top 100 list we're going to go through the top 10 give our thoughts on that we're going to be talking about another interesting thing that chris brought up is uh how much do first appearances of like characters or sports people uh on cover video game cover art matter in the comics world it's very important it's something that increases the value of certain comics when you spider-man first appearance this that so we're going to look into that and talk a little bit about that and finally it's been raining near me snowing near chris we're going to talk about our favorite video games to play uh on rainy and snowy days um and that's it we got a question of the week to round it off but let's get into it dude let's start with the bolo chris you brought this one to the table hit us with it so before I say this, RIP John Madden, Facts. I never got the experience to really listen to him as a broadcaster. Um, no, I think either. he was, he, I think he was still announcing, but I was too young to really kind of notice who he was or remember him. But obviously we've all played John Madden football games. So we 100%. all have some, some tie to him there. Um, John Madden, unfortunately did pass away this past week, but uh, the Bolo is um, there is a John Madden football game on the Sega Genesis and it is John Madden Football Championship Edition. Oh, yeah. Um, just to give you some recent eBay sold, and maybe this is because he passed away and things kind of spike in 14 when that stuff happens, or maybe it's just a real game in general. But a uh, box only sold on December 29th for 250 bucks. Wow. A complete in-box copy sold for $400 on the 28th. 
and a manual only sold on the 28th for 149 wow yeah it does sound like a pretty rare game i i hope it's always just been like a rare game and expensive i think it has yeah and like you said it's just kind of because it's a shame when like shit just goes up because someone died but i guess it just is what it is you know what I don't do you know. feel about so this the, the, the cib one is the title is john madden football championship edition sega genesis r.i.p <laughs> see he's he, like he's profiting off the death of yeah it's weird it's weird it's just just i don't know just don't do that it's weird just keep an eye out for the championship edition john yeah, madden games. That's no, a rare it's, game it's all it is rare and i think i sold john madden football one because i was gonna say you told me yeah there's like a john madden football one on the sega genesis but it's the uh sega classics edition so it's like a blue case and i sold that one for like 150 bucks at one point too wow yeah watch out for those weird football rare football games on the genesis um anyways let's uh let's start it off with our first topic we'll go over ign's top 100 and we're gonna do stick with the top 10 discuss our thoughts uh we'll start it off i'm looking at the list right now and I haven't looked at this yet. So this is a first. Neither did I. I just like first look for me before the re-record. So far, it's looking pretty solid. All right. Number 10, Super Mario 64. I'm kind of surprised that's at number 10 because I I thought it would be a little higher up, like a little closer to the top. But I mean, classic. It needed to be in the top 10. I'm glad it made it. Chris, you played that game, right? You played it on the DS. DS. Yeah. Yeah. I think the first time I... The first time I beat it was on the DS, but I remember playing it on the 64 before that. Yeah. I want to preface real quick. It says, uh, games in our top 100 have measured up to a key few, a few key metrics, how a game, uh, how great a game was it was when it launched, Mm -hmm. how fun it is still to play today, which I think is good. The replayability factor is a real important factor and how much the game reflects uh, best in its class. Well, past versions of this list had a big emphasis on the game's impact and influence. They've taken that out of the equation and basically seeing like how well they hand up, uh, they hold up today. Wait, is this their new list? Because wasn't Breath of the Wild the best one? I'm seeing, hold up. This is uh, the one I'm on is the top 100 video games of all time. Our first refresh since 2019. Tons of big changes. Let me uh, scroll let me see down this. and see what 10 is. Yeah. Ooh, I, I have 10 is something different. You're on a different Oh, okay. List. So I'm on a different list. Let's stop this. We're going to redo this. Different list. Let me a DM you this link real quick. No, I think I got it now. I think I'm here because this is the one that says Breath of the Wild first. Not No spoiler effects, but you all probably already knew that. All right. <laughs> okay. So number 10, Disco Elysium. Never That's heard we, of it. Never heard of it. Simply put, there's nothing else quite like Disco Elysium. The premise is straightforward. A body has been discovered hanging from a looming tree in the back of a hostel, and it's up to you to work out how it got there over the course of a 30-hour story. It's a unique blend of noir, detective fiction, traditional pen and paper RPGs, and a large helping of existential theory. This is bizarre. What? 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 what it doesn't even say what it's from. On. We're gonna do a quick Google search here. I just accidentally hit print. Don't want to do that. <laughs> a gorgeously uh, designed isometric RPG. It's for the PS4 Nintendo. I've literally not heard of this. It's Apparently, I gotta play it. Time. Apparently, I got to play it. Okay, number nine. Coming in at number nine, we have Half-Life 2. Amazing game. Little little preference on that. Half-Life 2 forever changed our expectations for what a first-person shooter could be. It's richly imagined world and wonderful place gameplay. It's a delight 
never letting up on him brim- and brimming with invention. The gravity gun is obviously the poster child Facts. of Half-Life 2, turning each environment into a tactical playground in which you can improvise weapons and solve basics, but clever physics puzzles. Fuck yeah. Half-Life, have you ever played Half-Life 2? I have not. I kind of could have guessed that, but... I'm playing more games in 2022. I know. We gotta. We also should do a segment, what games you should play in 2022. We should do, to keep me real accountable, we should do like a Chris's weekly recap on the game I played that week. 100%. I, it, okay, it doesn't even have to be much. It, it can does, just be yeah. like a 10 minute, I can just sit down and get play a game for 10 minutes, just give my quick 10 minute snippet review on Chris's game of the week. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. We should do that. All right, up eight, up for eight, we got Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, I guess, I don't know, dude. I don't know if that should be eight. I'm going to be honest. I played uh, I played a bit of it. I couldn't stick with it. Uh, Seems high. I, that's what I'm thinking. Seems high. I don't. I don't totally agree with that. Uh, number seven. There's copies. There's Super Mario 64. So it even moved up. Yeah, that and that's. I agree. Super Mario 64 is. I think deserves that number seven spot. I wonder if it like did it come out on like the Nintendo eShop or anything or did oh, was Mario it, 64 the, was on the was on the, the Wii? 64 was it uh, was it, I wanted like the N64 classic games on the Nintendo Switch when they did that. Would that like help its replayability factor? Maybe I'm sure. And and they released the the physical game, the uh, Mario all like the three pack with 64, oh, did. Uh, uh, Galaxy and Sunshine, Sunshine. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people Everybody play knows that. What Mario Everybody knows that. Is. Number six, Mass Effect Two. Interesting. I I have played the Mass Effect games, and they are great. They're great. Uh, I I, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm not sure I played play Mass Effect. 10. Mass Effect 2 lets you explore and experience so much more of it. As a as Commander Shepard, I traveled the galaxy to the best recruitment trip I could have wished for and experienced possibly one of the most heart-wrenching stories. Did it have a good story to it? Yeah, yeah. The stories are incredible. But whether yeah. or not the game ends in tears, it is entirely up to you. Yeah, it's true. Because oh, it has like a... Seem fun to me where it's like they have alternate endings. Well, even that, even the Harry Potter Game Boy Color game that I finished... Uh, First game of 2020 beat Harry Potter Game Boy Color on the analog pocket. Uh, that game has you can unlock different endings depending on if you win the house cup or if you do even better. Like for a Game Boy Color game, bro, so That's cool. cool. That's really got to help its replayability factor. And yeah, high on this list. Uh, number five, Super Metroid. I mean, I 100%. I beat Super Metroid for the first time probably three years ago now. It's an incredible game. It's probably what got me into the Metroid. 2d games uh and since then i've played all of them and uh yeah incredible did you like metroid dread yeah i did i didn't i haven't beaten it yet because there was a boss that really i got really hung up on but uh i'm i'll i'll finish it it's a great game (laughs) it's a great game um and we don't have to read through all all the uh no people know what metroid is and these yeah the next four on the list are so known why don't you take four legend of zelda link to the past absolutely That's, iconic i don't play zelda games but i have it complete in box <laughs> actually funny story about that game i found that game complete in box under a stack of uh like dvds really like a stack of dvds it, it wasn't a garage sale but it was like a like a flea market church sale type of deal yeah it was just like i was just digging through like because there were some games it wasn't all dvds but a lot of dvds and like some shit games there's like and i saw it at the bottom of the box i'm like what 
Why the is shining this copy of Link yeah. to the Past? Yeah, yeah. staring at you. It's probably cheap as hell. Yeah, it was. It was like five dollars. I was like, is it like my mine is like complete, complete with like mine's map complete with like the map. The yeah, dude. Book. Exactly. It's That's so, insane. It was a little crushed, but in the box protector, it's good now. It's really you still nice. have it or no? Yeah, I kept that because that's I don't. It goes a little bit against my collecting philosophy, that one, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But the way I found it, like it has a story behind it. So I, I kept it for that reason. Kind of. I assume you don't have many Super Nintendo games, do you? No, I don't. That is that game and Zombies Ate My Neighbors are probably the only two Super Nintendo. Oh, uh, I might have Donkey Kong Country, too. You didn't have like Mario World or anything? No, Mario World's a, I would get it, but it's an expensive one. I'm talking like loose. I'm oh, yeah, loose I have that also. loose. I have that loose. All right, good. I have, a, yeah. I have a decent Super Nintendo collection loose. Yeah, I wasn't talking complete in box. Yeah, I, yeah, I was just saying complete box there. I only have like maybe three. I think I have the Donkey Kong Country's complete in box, at least the first one. I bought that from have, you. Yeah, I have one and two. I'm missing three. I've never found three complete. Hell yeah. I, I, I bought that from you, and I definitely still have it. That's so, awesome. It's that's in my storage though for sure. My Super Nintendo games and honestly my N64 games are in storage too. Like I have I can't wait to I have super clean copy of Super Mario 64 like so mint uh and a couple other things too, but yeah. All right, moving on. And this I totally agree with Portal 2, dude. Heard great Portal things. 2, so good. Xbox 360 game? Yeah. And uh Windows windows pc what do you what's like the what's the game about it's a puzzle game but how you operate through it you have the portal gun and you shoot portals and you can go through the portals and you gotta basically use the portals to navigate through puzzle like map puzzles okay and and then you can move objects through portals too and like it's it's just one big puzzle game and it's all go all around the quote-unquote gimmick but you look like more mine when you were describing the game you were just doing one of these things (laughs) more gimmick not gimmick but uh like a mechanic it's just all portals and that's how you navigate the levels and it's really it's like so cool and so ingenious like there's nothing else like it really it's just so uh unique and awesome i think it was so it was groundbreaking for the time because these game portal came out i think the original came out like in 2000 like this mm-hmm. is when half-life 2 these were them pc gaming was like i don't know just super dope and when it was really starting to like really get popular and uh just incredible games so i agree with number th- three being portal 2 the last two, i'm gonna number two yeah. super mario world hell yeah I, I agree with that also totally agree super mario world is a fucking classic best 2d mario game to ever be uh ever be created ever be created that's on a super nintendo and then they ported it to the gba i definitely beat it on the gba once i beat it on the gba and i played through most of it on the super nintendo yeah agreed i've definitely played it on the super nintendo a lot now i like it on the super nintendo me too on the on the pvm it looks so good rgb um with the super mario world incredible game uh so good so 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 just scrolling up real quick in a in a kind of subdivision of uh number three portal two portal came in at 23 uh oh okay portal came in at 23 that makes sense that's cool what's the number one game on the list number one game on the list legend of zelda breath of the wild and i can't argue with it it's incredible i don't totally agree (laughs) 
it's a great game, but I don't think it it's number one. I think a lot of people would agree with that. But where did Witcher 3 come in on this list? Because I have to see. It's gotta be uh it's gotta be on here. 16. Okay. At least it's high up there. That see, that would be my number one game of all time. And what's between it and the top? Castlevania Symphony of the Night. That's bold. Hades, I heard that's incredible. I played a bit of it. Grand Theft Auto 5, honorable mention. But, okay, Breath of the Wild being number one. Everyone loved it, and I understand why this is uh, number one. But I wouldn't totally agree with it. I know IGN. I think IGN's super, super, super Nintendo fanboy a little bit. I'm going to be honest. I mean, thank you, IGN, for putting this whole list together and all the reviews and everything that you guys do. You do a lot of great media coverage. But I will say a little bias towards Nintendo, if I'm being honest. So maybe that's Couple, why. Uh, trivia questions for you about this list real quick. Sure. There's one Pokemon game on the list. Guess, when, guess which one it is. One Pokemon game. Pokemon Yellow. It is Pokemon Yellow. Woo! Guess what number it is. I'm going to guess 21. 43. Oh, I guess that makes sense, though. It's not. It's great. But a lot of these, I, I don't know. I think it should be higher up. If that's the only one on this list, too. Donkey Kong 71. GoldenEye yeah. 77. Yeah, what's oh, the, guess God of guess War 25. I love that. Guess where Fortnite came in? 85. 79. And shockingly, I'm Apex, okay with that. Apex is higher than Fortnite. Fuck that shit. A- Apex oh. is 55. I'm glad to see Divinity, Divinity Original Sin 2 made it on this list. 99. Guys, if you've never played Divinity Original Sin 2, that is one of the most incredible games I have ever played in my entire lifetime. Divinity Original Sin 2 is... Inc- I'm going to replay it. It's so good. Go play that game. There's so many good games on this list. There really are. They did a good job. I, I There's some I don't agree with, but they really did. There's a lot of cool shit on this list, dude. All right. Let's just throw th- I mean, one more couple more. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. 86. 86. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised Animal Crossing. Maybe just because it has a Fable a 2 78. Animal Crossing cool. New Horizons 91. Yeah, I just don't think it. It's I don't know. It's not as iconic as these that was games. a COVID game, I guess. Yeah, but like a lot of these games aren't iconic. They're like indie games. So that's what I'm saying. IGN. I don't know. I don't know. I don't agree completely with it because it's uh there's just some. I don't know. I agree with a lot of it, but I don't agree with everything. I guess that's life. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4, getting there up at 63. I agree with that. What a game. It should be higher, honestly. Journey, number 58. I know. Shout out BB Retro. He loves that game. Um, Wow. Cool stuff. Hollow Knight at 54. Totally agree. I, I, I You guys got to go check out the list and leave a comment on this video, wherever you're watching it, or on the Instagram page, if you agree with the IGN top 100 and what maybe what your top one, top, don't list your top 100. Maybe list your top five. <laughs> list your top 100 games. Submit an Excel spreadsheet. I think we uh, offered no. money. People still wouldn't do that. No, zero chance. <laughs> Let's talk about the next topic. How much do first appearance on cover art matter? And are they going to going to become more valuable? Similar to comics. Chris, why don't you uh, lead us through this? I've done zero research on this topic. It, it's That's just okay. kind of something I, I thought of. And I think I saw somebody post an Instagram post about it too. And it got me thinking. So what I meant by this was like, like Ryan said at the beginning, or maybe it was when we were talking before, but like the first appearance of Spider-Man or the first appearance mm-hmm. of Batman in a comic, like those are iconic, expensive, rare comics. 
do you think something like the first appearance of LeBron James on a cover of a game could make it worth more money or no, because there were so many of that game printed? Yeah, I think that's what you got. I, it's tough. Maybe a little bit. And I know like, I know it's happened with like iconic players, like for instance, Kobe Bryant. And we just were talking about John Madden, people that have, you know, were so good during their time and have passed away. Some of those games are, I think a little bit rare and more valuable because of who's on the cover. And, yes. and I think people realize that after the player dies. Yeah. And, but the thing is though, too, it's like, if you look at something like the first ever cover of Mario, right? Like whatever, whatever mm-hmm. Mario, super Mario bros or whatever, that's, that's just iconic for other reasons too. Whereas like, you're not, I don't think we're going to notice if the values because of that being the first appear. I mean, I'm sure it is like, I think it's definitely going to have some impact. But like on it's, the I just don't think we've caught up to that yet. I don't think people have realized or thought about that yet. Yeah. And I mean, getting sports games great, it might even be difficult because like people buy these games and would play them right away. So I doubt yeah. there's like, especially like the older ones, there's not many of those out there. Right. But I guess people just in the mindset of like see sports and see it's not worth it. I think, but I guess iconic covers of iconic players that can really see having value. Yeah. And another thing I've been like, I follow a guy on uh, Instagram. I forget his name, but he does a lot of like just in, uh, collectible investment type deals. And he's huge in the um, sports ticket graded market. Dude, those are so cool. So like, he'll like talk about like uh, the debut, like Tom Brady's debut and like his like ticket stub for that game, like being graded or like Tom Brady's first editions in the pro bowl or first super bowl, things like that. I think those. I are have really... some. I, I, dude, I wish I. I wonder if I still have my tickets somewhere because I I was at a couple of iconic games. Really. And one of the most iconic games I was at. Do you remember? Do you know like Derek Jeter's famous catch when he jumped in the stands and like yeah. came out of the stands bloody? I was at that game. Really. Yeah. And I think I had that ticket stub, and I would I would say as a kid I would save all my ticket stubs, and it was really cool. My parents got me this nightstand that had like a. It was just a regular wood nightstand, but then they got like a piece of glass that was yep. the same size to go on top. And then I would slip all my tickets under there. That's awesome. And it was cool. It was like, yeah, it was like my nightstand just had like a display of all my tickets and like everything I was at. And I, I that would be a cool thing to find. I wonder if I kept that shit. Because it's just all like, this is the most recent one I saw. So I remember, but like, and this is on a really small scale, like mm-hmm. um, Trey Young. His yeah. debut ticket sold in a PSA 10 in like July for 800 bucks. And then just a couple of days ago, a PSA four sold for 800 bucks. Wow. So it's, and it's like people like when, I think it's to get even bigger as time goes on. Cause think oh, about yeah. like, like <clears throat> um, for one, you, you get your ticket stub and like the day you get it, you're folding it in half and throwing it in your pocket. Like nobody is keeping their ticket stubs pristine. pristine yeah. And then on top of that, everything is going to digital they don't even yeah. really do physical tickets anymore yeah yeah That's so it's gonna be crazy. insane like i went to Cade cunningham got drafted by the pistons and he's like our next rookie star and i went to like his second i guess so i wasn't as i was at his second home game so mm-hmm. it's not gonna do much like he played games before that away and like he already had a home game yeah but like and i just see like the pop reports like something like a uh kevin durant like pop psa 10 or something like that it's like 1800 for a kevin durant ticket but like all graded like ticket stuff for kevin durant is like 53 so insane it's very interesting so i mean to circle back to the original question i think we will see kind of that 
that affect video games like I first appearances like on covers things it's just realizing the market realizing what else is up because i don't think people think about grading ticket stubs and when you also think yeah i mean that too but when you think about the other the, the first questions like first prints matter so why wouldn't first appearances like a first print of something matters um like pokemon maybe- blue first print what made me think of this today was somebody had a in one of the sealed game Facebook groups or whatever. Somebody was selling a PGA Tour '98 or whatever, and Tiger Woods is on the cover, and he literally put in the description, like in his like selling description, the first appearance of Tiger Woods in a video game. That's crazy, and that that makes sense. So there you go. And there it's like, go. and another thing I want to branch off for this too. I guess because we're talking about like grading ticket stops and yeah, other grading random things. You know, you have like, do you think they'll ever grade like? Like your Game Boy Color hat or something like that. Do you think you could submit that for grading? So like clothing and merchandise? Yes. Yeah, I'm sure somebody will eventually do that. Like vintage clothing. Yeah, grading vintage clothing. Yeah, I'm sure that something will. Because I mean, it's like. If it doesn't already Framing it. Right. If it doesn't. I mean, because essentially they do that. Like, I'm pretty sure. There are collectible companies that grade like sports helmets and shit like that, right? Yeah, I've n- I've never seen anything. I've seen like authenticated and like COAs. Yeah. Bro, I have a one of my nicest sports memorabilia things I have is a Tom Brady signed mini helmet. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Where'd you get that know, from? I don't know how much it's worth. My uncle Liam, shout out him. Does, does he like know Tom Brady? No, he just back in the day when he uh, when it was probably somewhat affordable to get that yeah he bought it for me as a birthday present because i was obsessed with tom brady as only if he would have got a signature on a rookie card that's what i'm saying <laughs> no From, sick. there was a garage sale like when i was young like me and my yeah. parents would just like go around to garage sales and, like my neighbor was having one and if he quoted this is like quote unquote like sold my buddy who i was with a very an autographed barry sanders card for a dollar and i was like so bummed out he goes well come back in like an hour like i may have another one and i came back an hour and he just had another one i don't know he's probably just signing them and just giving them to kids saying here's an autographed barry sanders card crazy i just looked it up the tom brady signed mini helmet is about a six to seven hundred dollar piece damn that's pretty crazy now, I wonder if you get that graded, what would it be worth? That's what I mean. That's cool, dude. And here's a Buccaneers one going for 400 bucks, 22 bids on it. Damn. They're hot. Very interesting. Sports memorabilia is cool. So we'll, we'll see. I like that. I like that. That was a cool topic. I think it'll be, I think it'll be, and it's like, as like a sports fan myself, it's only does it mind sports games. It would, especially if I had like a favorite player, like an iconic favorite player, why wouldn't you collect like, you collect potions of him. You collect fat heads. You collect right. bobbleheads. Oh, why wouldn't you want if, if he's on like the cover of a game? Why wouldn't you want that? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go to the next one. We got. So it's been it's been snowing near you. Yeah, we got like three or four inches last night. Crazy. It's been raining all week this week. It's like 70 degrees here in Jersey. 70? It was like 60 today. It's and 28 here. That's absurd. But it's raining like crazy. And uh, I was thinking, like, what are your favorite games to play on rainy slash snowy days? I have a list of four that I thought of. Real Correction, quick. it's 18 here right now. That is absurd. Right now it's 40 degrees here, which it's getting a little colder. And we're, we might actually get some snow tonight. I think I think someone was on. Let me. Hopefully it's coming your way. I don't, I could want it, but not not tomorrow, really. Well, I don't have someone, anything to do. So Someone in a Discord I'm in like, posted their weather this morning, and they were in like, South Dakota or something like that, and it was like negative 16 when they woke up. 
it there's not gonna be any snow i don't know what oh actually hold up <laughs> that that looks let's see alarming there's definitely a storm uh approaching i will say probably the one that just hit me let's hit the hourly no nah, it's cloudy all night it's cloudy no anyway you're not a meteorologist i'm never dude meteorologists aren't even meteorologists let's be honest here that is <laughs> if to any of my our listeners that could be meteorologists might be um like please educate me that how you educated yourself because i don't see you look what's west and then tell tell the people it's coming our way fake science fake science let's talk about our favorite games we play on these days though I've got a list ready. Maybe you can think of some. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna say right off the bat, any Square Enix RPG, like a Final mm. Fantasy, a secret. I was thinking specifically Secret of Mana. Like that game on a rainy day where you could just like delve into a RPG world. Square Enix makes some classic ones. Final Fantasy VII, so good. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like any of these games that really engulf you in a, in a crazy world on a rainy day, that's fun. I like that. And when you brought this topic up just now, like I thought about like, in my mind, something I'm gonna sit down and play on a rainy or snowy day. It's like something like I don't have to think a lot about. I just right. want to be able to like jump in and play. I don't need anything complex. You're just chilling on the couch trying to relax. Oh, the first yeah. one I would pick up would probably be a Kirby game. I oh, really enjoy cool. the Kirby games, especially on the Game Boy. And it's yeah. like just simple level based, just yeah, kind of like side scrollers. Um, yeah, there's it's not open world or anything. I really enjoy the Kirby games. That's a good call. I feel like that'd be. Yeah, I like that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll toss a Kirby game. Even on Game Boy, Game Boy, like you yeah. played in bed, just chill. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I'm gonna maybe I'll throw a Kirby game on uh, tomorrow or something. Do you have your game next Boy. analog pocket game locked and loaded? Yeah, I'm actually. I think I'm gonna play a Pokemon ROM hack on yeah. the pocket, which which should be fun. Yeah. Do you own any Game Gear games? No, and I don't have. The problem is I didn't buy the adapter. Ah. Uh. So. I don't have that yet. I don't have the ability to do that yet, but maybe when it gets affordable and av- more so available, I'll buy the yeah. adapter. Cause it, it wasn't a big thing for me off the bat. It's just like, not something I needed something yeah. I kind of want, but it's not needed. Um, my second on the list. Uh, this is if, if you have someone chilling with you on a rainy day, there's nothing like session Mario Kart. Like, just, that was my next yeah, one yeah there's nothing like session mario kart like you just i mean that's it that you can literally play that game all day and it's fun and it's it's just good times up to four players up to eight players on the switch but that's fucking ridiculous don't play that that is has anyone actually played a player mario have you played a player mario kart? no that'd be ridiculous. that's a thing i think you could play a player mario kart on the switch god yeah it's insane it's see. So you play like the races or whatever, mm-hmm. and you go through. I mean, you can play. What is you can like, play the battle. Twenty four maps. Or, yeah, so there's probably like twenty four maps. So there's twenty four races right there, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you have the battle modes. Dude, the battle of the, the balloons. The, um, the balloons. Oh my gosh, those are so much fun. So I we spent hours playing the battle modes as kids, dude. Oh, that's good memories. So Mario Kart. So that was going to be yours too. Should I yep. should I hit another? I uh, or you want to yeah, hit another? Ahead. All right. Next up, I gotta go with Fortnite, bro. I'm a big That's uh, a good one. I love Fortnite. I'm uh you know, I'll be honest, man. Like after this podcast, after we finish recording this podcast, my brother and I will probably play some Fort with the boys. Uh like, I remember I have, just playing that in college. Just yeah, snowy, rainy. It's like and it's one of those it just the replayability factor just yeah. makes you want to keep I've been playing, playing it since literally before seasons came out. So when it was in beta on the PC, I started playing Fortnite and then I stopped for a while and then I've just been playing it and like 
I have friends that come and go to the game and you know, so it's, it's cross platform, cross platform. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, bro- I forget what my brother was just playing that. I don't know if he was playing it on a switch or my other brothers kind of moved away from his PS4. And now the PS4 is downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you PS4 can play it downstairs. Everything. I need to play with you. That's what I'm saying. Get on switch. I get on the PS4. Let's play dude. Oh my God. Koozie. Come on. Yeah, I haven't played Fortnite. in a couple years, but I think it'd be fun. Get on the that's okay. That would be so. In. That's what I'm saying. We have a great time that uh, we have. We play with like, my brother and I are absolute savages at this game. We are very good at this point. And then and I can see you just railing at me because I don't know how to jump or something like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we we play with we play with everyone. Like we really do. We play with kids that are also not as great as us. Communal um, service. No, 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 no. And my honestly, my brother is way better than me. So like, there's levels to it. Uh, yeah. But that's just a great one to play on a rainy day. Definitely gonna be playing it after this. Like I said. Great game. Another one's got to be a Pokemon game. Hell you yeah. You just got to sit down and play a Pokemon yeah, game. Yeah, that's classic. Pokemon and I haven't story. played any like the new ones. Are the new ones more open world than like your no. typical Pokemon game? Uh, is no. the fighting style different or no? Uh, it's not really. It's kind of the same. Yeah. It, none of them have... I would say Pokemon Sword and Shield are slightly more open world, but none of them have been like open world what we think rcs is going to be the new one coming out in March. Oh, so that, that one's that one's supposed to be world? like that's what they've advertised it as at least it's supposed to be more open world so we'll see and uh but but no pokemon i mean it's perfect answer to this question like exactly. pokemon silver is something i can play anytime and like i said that's going to be the next game on my analog pocket maybe the rain inspired that dude maybe were you a hot chocolate kid Fuck yeah, I had hot chocolate the other day too. <laughs> Bro, someone got me a, uh, I think my mom and my aunt got me a hot chocolate bomb uh, for uh, Christmas. Never had one of those before. You heat up some milk and then you toss it in and it just melts and you stir it. Bro. So, are you so a milk good. or a water type of guy? No, fuck water in your hot chocolate. <laughs> I was thought that, that's disgusting. It's gross. Milk or water in your oatmeal? I don't eat oatmeal, but you know, like, do you, I love oatmeal. I, I don't hate it, but I would use probably milk if I was doing it. Yeah. Just seems like, right. Dude, like it was like today, like they're just like a hot chocolate, but like as I've gotten older, it's like coffee now. But yeah. like even like today, like I <clears throat> woke up and I went to go shovel and my dad was like, no, get your ass. Oh no, I went to go make breakfast. And my dad was like, no, get your ass outside and shovel. So that's what he, that's what he had kids for. Yeah. So me and my brother went out there and shoveled. Then we came in. I just had a breakfast sandwich and a cup of coffee. And it was perfect after freezing out because my yeah. hat and gloves are at the new house. Oh, like, no. I'm out there just shivering. You got to go shovel the new house now, too. Yeah, I'm going over. I don't. I have tomorrow off work. They gave us, they gave us Monday off work, which is nice. Nice. Um, is off. But I have to go over there and install some stuff. And then the bedroom set's getting delivered tomorrow. Nice. So I need to spend all day putting together furniture i'm sad but yeah i don't have a snowblower i met the neighbor his name's bruno oh i love that name I, I know some good people named bruno so yeah i like that when i was random story about the name bruno when i was uh young and i was in cub scouts and we'd go to uh cub scout camp we went to a place called mystic lake in the uh the uh scary the scary story around there was called was uh about a creature named bruno so Maybe my neighbor's a creepy guy. I don't know. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, do, do you have any more uh, uh, for snowy, rainy days? Want to say one more? Or... Uh, I don't do know. I feel, like we, I feel like we covered them. I will, I'll say I like the game. Dude, fishing games. 
on a rainy day inside. I've never played a fishing game. Bro, I play a fishing like game. It. Yeah, dude, play a fishing game. They're fun. I uh, love my games brother and I. Can... I know you have Top Angler on the GameCube. I think so. Yes. Unless you sold it. Yes, no, I have it. Yeah. Um, that game's fantastic. Really? Yeah, it's actually good. My brother and I play that. It's fun. I love games where you can. It, I I played a lot of like iPhone games like this, where you mm-hmm. mainly like racing games, where mm-hmm. you can like you race, you earn points, you customize. Yeah, and I like cool. just the working towards the customization of like a car or something yeah. like that. Thinking about like other ones, I think like Wii Sports is a really fun one, especially if you have like friends together. Wii Sports yeah. is a great one. Tony then, Hawk. Yeah, I've never played it, but just my. Old like one of people on my four played it and it just looked like a relaxing game like farming simulator. Like farming okay. simulator would be a good one on a yeah, day. uh like Stardew Valley and stuff. I've never played that game, but I th- I feel you're right. Animal Crossing, that kind of stuff. Good yeah. stuff, dude. We got a question of the week. Every week we, we ask our viewers to submit questions for us to answer here on the pod and uh shout you guys out. We got one. What are we gonna talk about this week, Chris? Yeah, so our buddy Lost Lobster Games on Instagram asked, what are some games that you sold that you now regret and you plan on getting back later? And I know I've got two. I've got two. Yeah. Shoot. I'll go ahead. Um, so I sold, I kind of like took advantage of like the hype when things were really spiked during COVID. Mm. And I sold like my Animal Crossing on GameCube for like a hundred bucks. Okay. And I found that one again. So it's like, I want to get it back, found it again. And then when... um pokemon heart gold and soul silver went crazy those went to like 200 bucks just complete in case no big box or anything like that right and i sold both my uh heart gold and soul silver for 200 bucks each just to crazy on there and so I, I still i've still i kept like the big boxes in the pokey walker mm-hmm. i just need the games back so hopefully i had a garage so those are quote-unquote common games like yeah. you'll find those in a ds lot so right. those are ones that i want to get back oh yeah um for me, I have two that I can think of quickly. Uh, I sold a sealed copy of Emerald a couple years back now, maybe two years back. And I'd say, while that's not likely that I'll get that back, I would love to get something like Emerald. Because that's a game that was iconic in my childhood. Mike, I've said CIB it before. Emerald? Oh, I have the cleanest CIB Emerald in existence. Now you Okay, so you said cleanest cib and you have a clean maro 64 would you ever grade those no i don't think i don't know i I, i'm all for people doing what they want so i'm not going to shit on people that do that but it's not for me i'm going to say graded cib is not for me because i i I will play those i guess i mean i I feel like just even if it's like so minty where you don't want to open the box yeah either keep the game loose or get like a nice acrylic case for it. And it's like, and you got well, that's like what the, I, yeah, that's what I have for the really nice stuff. It's like, better than a plastic shitty box protector yeah. without spending $140 where it costs a great CIB game. Exactly. Right exactly. So that's, that's, I'll, I'll never do that. And then my other one, uh, fuck. I just forgot. It was sealed emerald and, oh, 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 oh. I sold, and I don't know really why I did this, but I must have had a reason at the time. I sold two of the rare N64 games I had, like maybe last year or year before, and that was the the rare Castlevania one. I don't oh, know. yeah. Um, Legacy of Darkness, maybe? Yes, Legacy of Darkness, I think it is. And then I sold... Uh, 
Is there a truck game that's worth money or I don't know? I think so Super Bowl, Super no, no. Stunt Racer? No, no, no. Uh oh, maybe uh, maybe the Transformers game. There is a Transformers Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Wars. Yeah, I think I sold that too. So I sold those two two, and I guess I'd want to get them back because I am slowly going for an N64 complete set. Like this is like just such a long-term goal that's yeah. That it's like it'll happen if it happens, which you know? is so off. Like your your collecting philosophy, it feels weird 100%. to say you're like you're. And is it just something like it's a small achievable set kind of? So it's like it'd be cool just to have a full set of something. I think that's kind of what it was. It was the first set I really started collecting when I got into retro video game collecting. So I think it has some meaning to me there. I think I I mean a lot of the N sixty four games have meaning to me. Like I that is the system I started on as a kid. Yeah. So I think that has something to to it too. And I think it's just a dope set. Like I have eight of the official N64 drawers now. And like, yeah, and dude, I looked at the price of those the other day and my jaw dropped. For? Dude, the double drawers are over a hundred. They're like 150. What? That's what I'm saying. The double drawers are over a hundred all day and the singles are like close to a hundred wow yeah and i had no idea i've picked these up all for like yeah, you just store your games in them store all my n64 games in them so and they fit my whole i mean it's like they fit over i feel like i'm over 100 games right now and they fit all of them so wow yeah it, it's crazy it's kind of sick but are that's any, the, like are there any um kind of classics you want in CIB that you're still missing? Like I just looked, I'm still missing uh Smash Bros and N64 CIB. I would love that would be a cool one to pick up. Um, I think really for the N64, I'd probably look more sealed. Like I think that because that's again like CIB is cool, but my ultimate goal is to have sealed games of all my childhood games. Because I can play all this shit on, em- like, the way I play games is on emulator, not emulators, yeah. but, like, the Analog Pocket, for instance. And, you know, the GameCube with the GC Loader and, like, the Dreamcast with the, the DC Emu. It's, like, all these things that are very, it's it's original hardware, but modded. So, it's, like, I have really good solutions at playing games. And, like, what I really care about is that, like, memory that has been captured in a sealed game and encased for preservation and like yes. dopeness so that's why i think the n64 stuff like i would love to get sealed super smash bros that would be so sick so cool so sick so like and fuck it like it's possible i somehow got a, i never thought i would get sealed pokemon snap this year I literally traded for it and like the most ridiculous trade ever and yeah. i have it now so like so any awesome. dude anything can fucking happen so yeah like, anything Literally yeah. anything. Like you can go to a garage sale tomorrow and find yeah. sealed stadium events. Yeah. Like, yeah. It can exactly. happen. It really can. That's it. That's a great way to end this. It's a fantastic way to end this. Go to a garage sale tomorrow. Go to a garage sale tomorrow. Get something sick. Get your get the games back you wish you had that you sold as a kid that you traded in a GameStop. Those ruthless bastards. <laughs> uh, but guys, we appreciate listening. Episode 40, starting off the new year big. Chris, have a great rest of your week. Oh, and guys, remember to hit that like button, that follow button, that subscribe button, that five-star review on the Apple podcast, whatever you got to do to uh, engage with the content, to show Bezos, his cronies, Zuckerberg, anyone who's listening, uh, that this is an important podcast. We appreciate you guys. Have a great rest of your week. Peace. See ya.
Wait, if you're still here. Yeah. Claim sale on Thursday. Claim sale Thursday. Peace. Thank you.